Welcome to the Chamber of Voice of Business Podcast. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. And Monday, October 19th, was the start of Chamber of Commerce Week here in Arkansas. And to celebrate that, uh, myself and Randy Zook, the president and CEO of the Arkansas State Chambers and Associated Industries of Arkansas, was interviewed by Jake McBride with Kix 104 and iHeartMedia here in Fayetteville. And so we had the opportunity to talk about uh, the Chamber of Commerce, the roles of our, our uh, different organizations, how the state chamber works with the uh, with the local chambers, and just celebrating all things uh, uh, chamber of commerce related, and just the benefit that we bring to not just our community uh, that we serve, but through all of the Northwest Arkansas region. So, thank you for uh, joining us on this special edition of the uh, Northwest Arkansas Update Show that is produced by Jake McBride and iHeartMedia, and allowing us to have the audio of that interview to be able to release as part of the Chamber Voice of Business podcast as we celebrate Chamber of Commerce Week here in Arkansas. This week, our iHeart Update show is going to be featuring, we're actually going to be celebrating all across the state of Arkansas. It is a Chamber of Commerce week, and for that, uh, you know, when I think of Chamber of Commerce is here in Northwest Arkansas, and we are blessed to have a lot of great ones, but I, I reach out to the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce, uh, probably one of the more forward-moving chambers, if not in the state, probably in the country, and for that, I have Steve Cox. Steve, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm going to get with you, you in just a few minutes uh, and find out. I always have to find out what the state of the uh, of the region is. And you're, you've always kind of like you're, you're like the Dr. Fauci of, of Northwest Arkansas <laughs> with, uh, with your hand on the pulse of what's going on. But you have a special guest that's joining us from Little Rock. Uh, give us an introduction to Randy. Uh, yeah, we we appreciate you having us on today, uh, Jake, and uh, was able to reach out and uh, get Randy Zook. He's the, the CEO and president of the uh, Arkansas State Chamber of Commerce, as well as the Associated Industries of Arkansas, um, and just kind of talk about, as we're, as we're getting ready to celebrate uh, Chamber Week, the week of uh, October 19th, um, this is an initiative from uh, from the state and from the state chamber, and so just wanted to, you know, what better to learn about what's going on with, the, with Chamber Week than from the source itself, so thought it was a good idea to bring us, uh, invite Randy to come on today. Well, Randy, how are you doing? How are things down in uh, in Little Rock? I'm doing fine and things, uh, you know, despite all the craziness that we're dealing with in 2020, things are fairly decent down here. The weather's great. Uh, the Razorbacks are competitive and, you know, life is, <laughs> life is looking better. <laughs> so uh, let's just start with the, with the probably the obvious question from a lot of the folks out there that are just wondering. What, uh, Randy, I'll throw this out here to you, and Steve, you can jump in a little bit later. Just define for us, what is the function of the Chamber of Commerce? Well, let's let's start with the state chamber, the okay. one I'm most familiar with. The state chamber's function is different from, say, the Rogers Lowell Chamber, and I'll, I'll differentiate them this way. Our job is to monitor policy that affects the business community and the business environment in the entire state. We do not work typically on specific economic development projects or community development and improvement projects, but focus instead on everything going on in and under the Capitol uh, in terms of the legislature as well as the executive branch uh, uh, departments, uh, the governor's office, and all of the executive branch uh, regulatory groups that affect the business and the ability to, to operate and grow a business in Arkansas. So that's that's our primary role. Now, we also have a couple of other functions that we perform. 
we furnish the staffing for the organization that represents all of the community chambers. That's the Arkansas Economic Developers and Chamber Executives Group. Uh, that staff is here in our office, and we are ex officio members. You know, chambers of commerce are all independent. There is no um, uh, authority or, or control or whatever over, you know, one group over another. We're kind of like a lot of churches in that regard where we have the same brand but we and we have the same uh, motivations, but, but we have no uh, direct authority. We operate under the authority of our board of directors, the two of them, one for the state chamber and one for the manufacturing group called the Associated Industries of Arkansas. Um, so and, and the Rogers Lowell Chamber has its own incorporation papers and own um, uh, directors and, and leadership as well, and all the other chambers operate in a similar fashion. So that's the difference, if you will. We also cooperate a great deal among all the chambers on political issues, namely uh, bills that are in, that pop up in the legislature that will have some impact on. If they're going to affect a business in Rogers, they're also going to affect a business in McGee, so uh, or Pine Bluff or Jonesboro. So it's it's our job to communicate and coordinate the response to those uh, those legislative moves and to make sure we can keep Arkansas as competitive as possible and attractive as possible as a place to invest capital, uh, hire people, grow a business, and, and provide the economic uh, lifeblood that, that, that moves us ahead and provides opportunities for ourselves, our kids, and our grandkids. Well, I want to ask you this. I mean, uh, w- when you say all this, it is let's just say the flow of information, like we have Steve here, do, does the Rogers Lowell Chamber and other chambers come to you and say, hey, we're, we're noticing this is a trend. We're going to need some help in the, in the legislature. We're going to need some help on the state level. Does the flow of information primarily, is it a one-way flow from your office or, or is it a two-way street? Oh, it's really a true two-way street, absolutely. Uh, actually, it's mainly a, probably a four-lane highway would be, <laughs> yeah, but would be a better analogy because uh, with 135 legislators, there are a lot of people with interesting ideas that uh, might affect business, and, and, and many times in a positive way, but also sometimes in a negative way. So it's it's up to all of us to you know keep our antenna up and to stay tuned and to communicate with each other and and uh, 99 times out of 100, uh, our job in lobbying the legislature, as, you, as it's called, mm-hmm. uh, is to make sure they have the information they need to make a good decision. Almost everybody that shows up to serve in the legislature is well-intended and, and optimistic and wants to do good things for the state of Arkansas, and it's our job to make sure they understand the real implications of a proposed bill and how it will affect their constituents, their business constituents, as well as their employee constituents. Yeah, it's very important for them to remember that there's always two sides to the coin, and I think that's... At least two. (laughs) (laughs) And very thick edges, probably, in some cases. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I wanted to ask you this, because one of the things that has been really uh, impressive with Steve and the bunch up here in Rogers has been, uh, and I've used this word a lot during the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, is their ability to pivot. Uh, like currently right now, they're doing a uh, Northwest Arkansas Employment Showcase, and it, it, this was a pivot on their part that I think, uh, Steve, I'm really thinking this is going to be something that you may pivot towards for 
a long time is where we used to focus on a on a one single day job fair. Well, now the employment showcase is an online uh, experience. 24 7 365 for an entire month uh and that's one of the things where the rogers lowell chamber pivoted their their thought process and said hey we, and i i honestly think it is a much more convenient way for people in today's time uh to do some job hunting and some job searching uh but have you seen have you seen a lot of your chambers uh, across the state i'm gonna use the word pivot uh in order to respond and react in a positive way during the lockdown no question about it, and let me let me be as careful about this as I can. The ones that are pivoting effectively will survive and thrive. The ones that don't or won't are going to be uh, are going to face some existential challenges. Let's put it that way. You know, and, I, and let me put it this way: I, I also had an opportunity to talk with every one of the CEOs of the different health systems here in Northwest Arkansas, Washington Regional, the Arkansas Children's, Mercy, and uh, Northwest. And it was very interesting during this pandemic where they put the competitive nature of their business aside, came together, formed a coalition that has done nothing but supply fantastic information. And that in and of itself is, is to me, that's kind of what a chamber is all about. A lot of folks are, well, I can't really, you know, a chamber's got all these competitive members in there. No, 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 no. Uh, as Steve says, when, when the, you know, all boats rise when things are good. And so, uh, but it's been really good to watch this health coalition work. And the same thing, that's really kind of a snapshot of what a chamber of commerce is, really, isn't it? It's exactly right. Look, that's what we're here for. We're here to, to help whatever we're here to do whatever it takes to improve the environment in which businesses operate uh, and and some of our most effective members and most active members right now are those health systems uh, because you know they're in the, they're at ground zero in this this uh, pandemic um, uh, that we're that we're coping with effectively more effectively by the day and uh, and look you've got leadership in the in the Rogers Lowell Chamber and all the other chambers up there that is just fantastic and it's a reflection of their membership you know it's it's a it's a reflection of people who are in businesses and and groups that that have their communities interest at heart and their states interest at heart in the case where we have dual or or, or overlapping membership and that's very often incidentally uh, but the first responsibility of any business is to their community chamber you know, then if if you've got some some interest and some resources above that that commitment, then that's where we uh, we look for opportunities. Now, I want to give you an opportunity here, and, and you can take it or not, because I know you you're the state guy, so you have to play. Uh, you, you, I know you're like mom; you don't have any favorites. Uh, but but when it when it comes to the the entire state of Arkansas. I wanted you to kind of maybe give us a snapshot of how blessed we are here in Northwest Arkansas with the chambers we have versus some of the struggles that may may be out there in the other parts of the state. Let me let me put it this way: if I had to name the top ten most effective chambers in in Arkansas, five of the top ten would be in Northwest Arkansas. That, that's I mean, and I'm dead serious about that. They're that good and that effective. So, so what what puts them in that category? What what are some of the? If you had to put some ingredients together, what makes them that special? Give me the like the top two or three ingredients. 
Well, they they are effective at convening the leadership in the community, and that starts with uh, elected leadership to business leadership to uh, not-for-profit organization leadership. So they're effective at bringing those people together to work on things where they have common interests and not are, uh, you know, competing necessarily. This is not about uh, trying to, trying to, you know, outsmart your competitor within your your chamber activities. You're in you're in a chamber committee to make the community better, and then if you can scratch and claw your way to to finding some more business after that, then that's 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 how it works. Uh, but but those those five chambers up there are just very effective at. First of all, they're viable. Uh, they're well organized. They're, they have strong membership. They have strong revenue. That, and they're able to to uh, deal effectively with the challenges that face them in their communities. Everything from education to roads to infrastructure, like sewer systems and broadband and internet access to housing rules and zoning regulations to you know anything that comes through the the city council or the quorum court or the state legislature or any other uh, government agency that that uh, affects the ability for people to invest capital uh, with reasonable expectations that they're going to be able to to make some kind of return on it hire people employ people train people support their schools, pay their taxes, all the good things that make for a growing, vital community like you've got in northwest Arkansas. You know, it's kind of interesting, the, it's kind of interesting when you mentioned some of these uh, some of these duties or some of the things, and I, I was sitting here just almost chuckling out loud of the number of things that you mentioned, like broadband and this and that, and that, that didn't even exist 20 and 30 years ago. Kind of gives, yeah. you, kind of gives you an idea of how the chamber has you know evolved and become more all-encompassing of all things business uh, in, on a positive light. It, it's, it's kind of interesting how you guys you guys have pivoted. Chambers have pivoted in order to uh, meet the uh, ever-growing demands. Yeah, no question about it. So, Steve, I'm going to come to you now because uh, basically uh, you, you have uh, – you know the the head honcho of Arkansas. You know putting you up in the uh, the high cotton. So I guess uh, you have to. You just got a pretty good recommendation there, my friend. Well, I would say so, and you know appreciate Randy saying those, those great things about uh, about our chamber and, and the other chambers in the area. And I, I would just like to maybe add a little bit to, to what Randy said as to one of the key ingredients is we also communicate with each other. Um, every month, the CEOs from the chambers get together and meet um, here here in the region and, and include the Northwest Arkansas Council as well, just so we all have an update of what's going on. And, you know, it's the little, you know, we in terms of economic development and things like that or our community, you know, we look at it and, and the approach that, you know, the chambers up here take and ours specifically is very much let's make sure it's good for the region. It's a regional approach. If we're trying to go out and recruit a company to come and open here or get a new business or, you know, competing for an expansion between here and another part of the country, you're going to have five CEOs, five mayors, five economic development professionals in a room talking to that company all saying – 
come to Northwest Arkansas. Let us fight, whether it's Rogers or Bentonville or Springdale or Siloam or Fayetteville. We'll figure all that out, but just come to Northwest Arkansas because we see that, you know, as, as you alluded to earlier, as one city uh, benefits in Northwest Arkansas, the entire region benefits. You know, and so I, that, that's the approach we take. When I moved here in 01, you know, I came here and I got my mail in Fayetteville. I had lived in, in Atlanta for, you know, many years and, and I kind of saw a little bit of Atlanta here, uh, you know, because you have Decatur and Stone Mountain and Marietta and whatnot, but really all it's Atlanta. Uh, and yeah. and it, it, this area I often felt like could be, you know, it, it could be and probably will be. I know a lot of folks don't want to want to think that far in advance, but probably will be, uh, you know, reaching like an Atlanta size within the next uh, 20 to 30 years. But uh, I, before we go any further, I, I, I got to get my state of the uh, state of the area from. <laughs> OK, I mean, we've you gone too far. You, you, so. didn't attend, uh, you didn't attend Mervin session last week. <laughs> no, I didn't. So so uh, uh, yeah. so what's the what's the state of the area, uh, according to uh your your hand on the pulse of what's going on here in Northwest Arkansas. Well, I, I am happy to report that um, while the unemployment numbers are still up and we still are net negative for the year um, in terms of overall job growth, we those numbers are trending back. We do have a lot of people that are going back to work um, that have that had been laid off or furloughed earlier because of coronavirus, and so we're starting to see that specifically in Rogers and in Northwest Arkansas, um, we're seeing the, the trending in the right direction uh, on that. The unemployment rate continues to come back down. We're not where we were um, pre pre coronavirus levels yet, but uh, we are definitely trending in that direction. And then on the sales tax collection, specifically for Rogers, um, we had a couple of uh, down months by comparison to the previous year. Um, but uh, in September, which is the latest numbers we have for uh, sales tax collections, we actually uh, were back to net positive by compared to September of 2019, and still on pace uh, to reach the uh, the, the uh, do the same amount of sales tax collections as we had, if not beat. Uh, the 2019 numbers. So that that is a good thing. We are trending in the right direction. Um, as people have, have businesses have pivoted, we have not seen nearly as many closures as we thought we would, which is fantastic. Um, our chamber continues to do strong. We we really you know haven't seen a, a whole lot of closures, like I said, and our membership numbers continue to be strong. We're we're just under 2,100 members as a, as of this morning. You know, one of the things that I thought was a, an indicator for me, just a, just the regular citizen, was. You know, you had some things right there on the on the uh, around the amp location, uh, Pinnacle Hills area, where you had uh, Top Golf, and mm-hmm. you had Walk Ons Bistro. You had a you had a bunch of restaurants that actually probably could have said because they were they almost timed their opening just about the time the lockdown started. Mm-hmm. And it would have been very easy for a lot of them just, just well, no, we're out of here. I mean, you know, we're going to save ourselves. But I thought it was very interesting that every one of those businesses pushed straight on through. And now, uh, you know, I got to admit, I, I'm a little jealous of my friends and their post on uh, Top Golf. I haven't been yet. So, uh, oh, it's, it's a blast. But it's, it's a blast. It's, you got to get out there. It's kind of interesting that you've had restaurants all across Northwest Arkansas. There's one in Farmington that I, I frequent now that, that went ahead and pushed through, even through construction 
construction and now are are booming uh, post, uh, you know, well, mid-COVID, I guess we could say. I don't know if we're ever going to get to post-COVID, but... Uh, yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to get there. <laughs> well, speak- we're going to get there sooner than later. Well, speaking of that, uh, give me the forecast of, of what you say sooner than later. How, how are we going to get from, from point A to point B now? Because I, I think that's a lot of things that a lot of people fear. Our company does a lot of research and and the the quote air quotes new normal old normal what is normal going to be and and are we going to get back to there and what's our plan so so randy give me a, give me the lowdown look into the crystal ball well the and the reality is that you know more and more people have been exposed and have recovered so this herd immunity thing is is relentlessly approaching and we'll get there eventually uh, now the good news is the therapies the, the treatments are much better now so that if you do or when you do contract the the, the infection or the disease, you've got a, an almost 100% guarantee, uh, probability of surviving it, depending on your age. Now, you know, there are some of us who are in the, quote, highly vulnerable category because of our age, but, you know, for m- the vast majority of, of people in the U.S. that are, you know, say 55 and, and under, <clears throat> You've got almost a hundred percent chance of of surviving the disease now, and and with a with a shorter course of disease because of improved treatment, and the vaccines are on the way. It's just a matter of, you know, if if if, if it weren't for the the calendar pressure of the election, uh, we we'd be seeing a lot different spin on all of this in the in the media. But you know, everything is is just the end of the world right now because of the upcoming election and and the and and the hysteria the rhetoric i guess is the right word from both sides about about the course of this thing but the the vaccines are on the way well you know what we're seeing basically uh, as if my mom were alive is just use common sense yeah. And, and, and we, we're having just a total lack of common sense, and, and fear is kind of uh, leading the pack, so to speak, in, in our reaction. And uh, You know, you ig- know, ignorant, you can get over ignorant, but stupid is forever. <laughs> you know, and, and that, that's that's what 95% of this, just, just behave, put on a mask, keep a distance, uh, be aware of the people around you, and go about your business. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Steve, what, what do you see? Uh, I, I get... I get these things where I get a lot of surveys and, and mm-hmm. you know, where Arkansas is, is you know, leading here, leading there uh, is far, like one of the ones was uh, one of the fewer states, one of the bigger biggest states with the fewest restrictions. Uh, but, you know, I, I think I think we're taking a, a note from South Dakota right now. They had almost zero restrictions. You're looking at Florida now. They've lifted basically all restrictions. Uh, do you find that? As, I mean, you know, maybe Randy's the one to answer this. I, I, is that something that we need to be leaning towards as as quickly as possible, or here again, just take the common sense approach and let it come as it may? I think in, in you know just within Rogers, within Northwest Arkansas, within the state, and and under uh, Governor Hutchinson's leadership, I, I think that we've taken a common sense approach this entire time. Um, you know, when asked of you know, I, I remember the, the pressure. I, I believe it was on NPR. Uh, uh, Governor Hutchinson was was asked about why he didn't issue a shutdown order or things like that, and the answer you know was a very common sense answer. It's like it's literally just a title. We you know the same number of people are going 
going to go to work whether I declare this or not. So I don't, you know, he didn't understand the reasoning for it. And it was a great answer. And, and that's the approach. I mean, our chamber, we, we did, you know, internally, we, we had, you know, uh, closed the office for a little bit to work from home just to make sure everybody was, was safe and, you know, take the common sense approach. And, you know, we're very strict on if someone has potential exposure for quarantining and, and things like that. And, and that's the message we send out to our members. It's if you're safe, if you're smart, if you just take the common sense approach, everything's going to be okay. And, and kind of going back to, to where you were, uh, where you were talking a little bit ago about these businesses that, you know, were launching <laughs> right as, you know, Top Golf was doing their soft open yeah. in March. <laughs> and, but yet you go there now and good luck, you know, if you, if you try to walk in on a Saturday afternoon without a reservation, you got a two, three hour wait, um, even with the restrictions in place that are there. And, you know, we're really seeing developers take a long-term uh, approach. You know, uh, it was told to me very early on in my career, economic development is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And so we've been able to do groundbreakings for new developments. You know, we've had two different groundbreakings just in the past two months for apartment complexes. We've had groundbreakings and ribbon cuttings for various businesses, uh, you know, from everything from uh, office space all the way up to, to restaurants, you know, potentials for new hotels. I mean, there is is uh, the, the development, if you look at the planning, uh, planning commission calendar for the city of Rogers, it, it's not empty. <laughs> we have meetings every other week where things are happening and, and areas are getting rezoned and development is still moving forward. And, and that's the message of the chamber. I mean, and that, that's kind of our role locally working with those developers. You know, we strive to be influencers, catalysts, and conveners. And that is something that we do. It's getting the right people around the right table at the right time. And the chamber, I think, does a fantastic job of doing that and just a lot of the the growth that we're seeing not just in northwest arkansas you know you talk about getting to atlanta well we're we're seeing by 2035 if things continue the way that we are we're going to have 100,000 people in rogers you know what's that going to look like we're, when we hit a million people in northwest arkansas what's that going to look like cuz right now we're on pace for that for about by 2042 2043 to be right around a million people um in in northwest arkansas so we got to be planning for that because people continue to want to move here. We've, we've done a great job and all the chambers in the area of, of placemaking. Of, you know, we, we, before we got on the air, we talked a little bit about how each community kind of has its own feel. Um, and, and that's a, by design to be able to have the, that, that placemaking and make this a desirable place for people to come live, work, and play. And as more and more people move here and we continue to grow, the chamber's going to be here every step of the way. And that, that's helping with the, the, the large-scale economic development programs down to the person who has an idea for a business that could be the next Walmart. You never know. And so we, we provide support for everywhere in between and, you know, working with the state chamber and, and Randy's office on legislative issues, you know, things like issue one, which is a major issue that we are uh, supporting uh, in terms of uh, getting that, that uh, highway funding for, for roads and infrastructure improvements, um, because as our community continues to grow, if we don't have a place for people to go or if traffic gets too bad and business can't move at the speed that they need to, then that's going to slow our growth. And so we, we see it as an investment in not just our community, but an investment in the future generations of our community as well. You know, it's one of these things here when I listen to you talk and listen to Randy talking, and this is, this is kind of an eye-opener for those of you that thought the Chamber of Commerce, they... Uh, they kind of organized the Christmas parade in the farmer's market, and that's all they did. Uh, trust me. There's we didn't a, even start doing that till this year, man. So. <laughs> there's a lot more going on. So we have a few uh, few more minutes left, and uh, Randy, I wanted to give you like the final word. Uh, look into your crystal ball as we uh, celebrate uh, Chamber of Commerce Week. Where do you see the biggest hurdles that are facing chambers, and where do you see the biggest areas for opportunity? 
I think the biggest challenges in most communities in Arkansas start locally. Um, a lot of communities are not tending to some of their basics as effectively as happens in northwest Arkansas. I'm starting there with infrastructure. We've got water systems, sewer systems, city streets, but most importantly, we've got public schools that are just not doing the job that we need to do to prepare our children for future opportunities and 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 to get them to stay or or stay close to a you know fairly close by to to maintain the population we need in the whole state uh the eastern third of the state you got one or two counties that uh, will be positive on the 2020 census. All the rest of those counties are going to show continued population loss, and there are reasons for that. Uh, some of them are, are, are fundamental, like the mechanization and industrialization of agriculture requires fewer people. But we've got to find entrepreneurial opportunities to replace those lost jobs as we move ahead statewide, not just in one or two locations. Right now, central Arkansas is very healthy. Northwest Arkansas is uh, on fire and setting the, the pace. Northeast Arkansas is growing at a, at a comparable rate. Um, but, but we've got to have that kind of growth, sustainable growth, statewide. And that means we got a lot of work to do, but I can tell you this, a lot of it has taken place and a lot of progress is being made, and much of that progress is a result of the efforts of uh, the community chambers working in concert all across the state. So <clears throat> Chamber of Commerce Week is a, is a big deal. I'm thrilled that the governor recognizes it and will proclaim it Monday. And, um, you know, this stuff just doesn't just happen, I guess, is the message from Chambers. It takes it takes work, it takes organization, it takes effort, and it takes persistence. So that's the that's the message from Chamber of Commerce land. You know, one of the things that I would highly recommend is if you're a business owner and you're not a member of, of your local chamber, uh, and, and I, I think, Steve, you say it well, uh, I would be in, in Northwest Arkansas, if you have a business in Northwest Arkansas, I don't care where it's located, you probably need to be a member of multiple chambers because nobody just shops in Benton County and nobody right. just shops in Washington County. Uh, being members of multiple chambers is going to open up a ton. I mean, just the networking that, that you're going to benefit from, it, you're going to glean something that will go, that's going to help your business. And so uh, if you're not a member of a chamber, become a member of a chamber. It, it's much more than, uh, as we've heard so far today, it's it's a lot more than what you may have thought it was. And you never know. I mean, your input as a, as a small business owner may be just that little snippet of information that they need to get the ball rolling in a positive direction. Absolutely. And and we, we take advice from members on a regular basis. We, we survey our members and ask for their input and feedback. I mean, that's why we've decided, you know, coming out of COVID, we, we surveyed our, our members and saying, are you ready for us to start doing live events again and in-person things as opposed to doing everything virtual? And we got yes. And we had some people say we'd prefer to do blended events. So we started doing that, yep. a mix of, of in-person and online and, and in, integrating more video and just kind of adapting to, to, this, uh, to, to the lifestyle that we have to live right now. 
um, and, and just being more flexible and, and pivoting, you know, what, what we've been doing. And, and that, that's something there. And I, I do want to say a big thank you to you, Jake, personally, because, uh, you know, you, you're a big advocate for, for chambers. You're a big advocate uh, specifically for our chamber. But uh, we, we got a phone call last week from someone that was uh, signing up to join and wanting to uh, do some, some extra advertising and, and things like that and asked why. And the lady said, well, she heard Jake talk about how wonderful our chamber was. And if you're going to do business in Rogers, you need to be a member of the Rogers Lowell Chamber. And so that's why she called. So well, thank true. you very much for that. Well, I mean, you know, I, my father was president of the Chamber of Commerce in Griffin, Georgia, when I was a kid. And, and I saw him put his heart and his soul into the area. And that's that's pretty much what your Chamber of Commerce is, is made up of. And I think Randy's a, is a perfect – these people are passionate about yes. their business. They're passionate about – other people succeeding and and i think when you enter into a chamber environment that is working as effectively as rogers you enter into a room where there are no egos uh it's a it's a room where we're gonna we're gonna roll up our shirt sleeves and get it done and that's that's kind of what i saw the chamber do when i was a kid and it's just kind of left a long lasting effect on me so i i'm a big proponent of, of what you guys do and and thank you guys so much for for uh randy on your end uh per, you know propelling this state forward and then steve for the guys here in northwest arkansas pro propelling this region forward without people like you we get complacent and complacent if you're complacent you're losing uh amen thank uh, you yeah absolutely but here's what the mayor of lowell has to say about what the rogers lowell area chamber of commerce does for them and the businesses in that city rogers lowell chamber is an essential part of lowell's economic development not only helping us to promote local businesses but to help us develop a plan to draw new businesses into our city with the booming growth lowell is experiencing at this time we appreciate their support and guidance when it comes to the future infrastructure and planning needs for lowell and here's what mayor hines of rogers has to say about the rogers lowell area Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber has been where the inclusive, strategic conversations have taken place in our community. It's They're the glue, if you will, that brings together government, education, health care, large and small industry, retail, and professional services. For us to be able to have those conversations about how we grow as a community, what do we provide, and what's important for our community and a quality of life perspective. And that, I think, has been a successful model uh, for a number of decades now. And and we look forward to the continued cooperation into the future. So I want to thank you guys for your time today. Uh, Randy, anytime you need to get the word out on a, on a level, you've, you've got the number now. Just reach out to me. We'll make that happen. And, Steve, you know that uh, appreciate it. You know that I'm on board with you guys anytime you need anything. But this is Chamber of Commerce Week here in the entire state of Arkansas. If you need more information, trust me. They'll answer the phone, and they will give you all the information you could possibly need, but become a member of your Chamber of Commerce here in Northwest Arkansas. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Jake.